All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are recording episode two uh, of our podcast. Um, this is, uh, we don't have an official name for the pod yet. We're still workshopping that. We've kind of thrown out the fourth and 20 idea. We're not completely sold on it. Um, so, yeah, it's a work in progress right now, but uh, don't worry. Once we really uh, hit the ground running. Do you want to explain why we don't want fourth and 20 or why we're backing away from it? Don't want to be pigeonholed necessarily. <laughs> Into a specific genre of podcast. I thought you said pigeon talks. The way I'm sitting. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm sitting. I, I feel like fourth and twenty insinuates that all we talk is sports, but really, what happens is the more we drink, uh, the more random this shit becomes. So uh, we're gonna start it off talking a little bit of schedule here. NFL just released their schedule, so we're gonna start with that, um, and then who knows from there. So uh, you're looking at episode two right here. So start us off, Hefe. What are we looking at? Well. Being that I'm a Saints fan, first thing that caught my eye was when the Saints schedule came out was obviously Breeze versus Brady in week one. Which is changed New Orleans. Uh, obviously, the Bucks and the Saints wouldn't be that big of a deal, but now it's Brady versus Breeze. And I have a question for you. Are you nervous? No. I, the Bucks don't scare me. And being completely You got honest, Brady. You got, you got Gronk, Gronk, who hasn't played. And have you ever been nervous in your life? No, because – Okay, have you – okay. Have, here's, 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 here's what I'm not worried about. That's week one. There's no way the Bucks come out and are cohesive playing. No way. I don't care whether it's Bra- because Brady last you know, year. You know, Brady, Brady last and year, Gronk are already practicing over in fucking. It doesn't matter. Gronk. Okay, are we getting the Gronk that looks like he has AIDS? Are we getting the Gronk that like was in the Super Bowl two years ago? <laughs> he's been on the Mass Singer. Right? Right. He's been in the WWE. I feel like he's keeping in good shape. And you got Brady, who was the 25th ranked quarterback in the NFL last year. They're in your division, right? Yes. So. Yes. You've rarely been afraid of Tampa. I'm I'm more concerned about Carolina than I. I'm, I'm asking you about Tampa. Have you ever been concerned about Tampa? I mean, they they won a Super Bowl ten years ago. Like, I mean, twelve whatever years ago. Like, shouldn't you be more concerned about Brady throwing to Mike Evans and Godwin? Yes, but I don't think he can throw down the field. <laughs> he just has to throw jump balls to Mike Evans, though. That's just if that was the case, why couldn't he do that last year? Because he didn't have Mike the Evans. One, okay, the, no, but the one guy that does nothing against the Saints is Mike Evans. Like Marshawn Lattimore has owned him since they came into the league. Like he's literally averaged thirty yards a game against the Saints. He gets nothing against him. So I don't think Brady throwing him the ball changes that. And Gronk, yes, it, Gronk five years ago would be a matchup. Problem for us. He's still young, but doesn't even need it, dude. OJ Howard. Is did, by the end of the year in the Super Bowl year, he was beat up. Like he looked like RoboCop on the field, like in all the gear. Are and you so, more concerned about Tampa this year than last year? Well, I mean, obviously because they have obviously now they have. Okay, so here, here's one thing. Last year they had a guy. Tampa had a guy who threw for five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. Now he threw for thirty interceptions. But he threw for five thousand yards and they won five games. So Tom Brady's not coming in throwing 5,000 yards this year. You know what? Because he's a winning quarterback. <laughs> Who knows? He doesn't have to throw 5,000 yards. The difference between Ta- Tampa and the Saints is nothing has changed with the Saints. They're still the same cohesive group that they were last year. I mean, you lost a pretty important backup. No. and Okay, we had three weaknesses going into the, into the draft. We needed to get rid of our left guard, who – was not very good. He was single-handedly the reason that Minnesota beat us. And oh, single-handedly? Yes. You, you watched the play. Like, he was pretty much the reason. It wasn't old. The pressure went right up the middle. No, noodle arm breeze. No. 
No, the, the pressure came right up the middle, right past Mr. Warford. And now the guy they drafted back-to-back centers, and they will move one of them to guard. And then they went in and got another tight end, a case, just in case Jared Cook can't make it and play. And then they addressed their linebacker need. Like, they, they've done exactly what they needed to do and didn't waste a bunch of picks to do it. They got the three guys they thought they could come in and fit. And All right, so, so what happens when six games into the season – an old man breeze. It's, have, it's hurt again. It's we only have, against only okay. week one. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, right now, who has the best backup in all of football? Are you really about to say James Winston? I'm just saying, name a backup who's better than him right now. Andy Dalton. Dude, <laughs> this would have been a different, a different debate last year. With us, I'm telling you, I'm more scared of Carolina getting Teddy Bridgewater, who is actually a legit quarterback, to add with McCaffrey. Now it hurts that they lost. You know, Luke Keekley, obviously, but but I'm more scared of Carolina. I think Tampa finishes third in the division. Like that's like I think it was Saints, Carolina, Tampa, and then Atlanta. And Atlanta is the oddball. Atlanta has as much talent as any team in our division. You know why you should be scared of Carolina? And it's not because of Teddy Two Gloves, right? You know why? Because they got a, a quarterback on their roster who may or may not have been on his way to leading <laughs> his team to an XFL championship. He did. They, they, they took him. He's going to take Teddy's job in like three weeks. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I All I know is I look at the schedule and I see the Saints have like three of the first five primetime games, on the, which tells me they're the number one team that everybody likes to watch in the oh, NFL. Get <laughs> out of here. Three of their first five games were nationally televised games. Like, what What other reason do you put them on TV? Three I, saw, I saw a list today. It was like the, the most uh, annoying fan bases, and it was like Patriots, Dolphins, uh, Saints, Raiders, Steelers. You know why people call their fans annoying? Because they're loyal. <laughs> and like they, they like to talk about their team. Like you don't hear many people like talking even when like like first thing when Houston loses, like, well, that's what I we will, were gonna say we were expecting it. We, look, Houston has a loser mentality. That's right? what I'm saying. So because you can't blame of the people. shit we've been through. But again, but you didn't have a loser mentality before you won the Super Bowl? The, the Saints were the biggest losers in the NFL. Right, but I'm for saying, a long so time. in your head, you had a mentality of like, oh, this is going to go wrong because we're the Saints. Like before the Super Bowl or absolutely before? Before, I mean, yeah, before. Like before the Super Bowl, no, because 2006, once you realized Drew Brees could play, that was when it changed. And that was before the Super Bowl. Okay, so 2006, they were in the NFC Championship game. Prior to the Savior arriving. <laughs> well, but you saw they're, glimpses with like, I mean, but it's bad they say it. Like, you saw at least glimpses of, like, okay, like this, like, with Aaron Brooks winning a playoff game, and you're like, like, this is what it could be like. So, so you're telling me that there was not, not a single bone in your body, like, when something good was happening, there wasn't, like, a bone in your body that was like, oh, how are we going to screw this up? No, I mean, I never had the mentality of, like, expecting it to go wrong. When it went wrong, it was, it went wrong, but I never, like, I wasn't watching but it's because a saying. game and, like, well, it was just us. But, like, you were saying, like, you would tell us all, like, there's people had bags over their heads. That means, yeah, like, that's a loser did, mentality. Man. People are expecting bad things they to happen. They did because the Saints were literally one of the first teams that almost went, like, they went 1-15. I get it, but I'm saying, like, like. But they were in the stadium with bags on their heads. <laughs> the Texas fans are decked out with the fucking paint and the bull head on and all that. We're there, yeah. right? But we're just, we know. Like, 15 minutes out of the game starts. <laughs> Traffic is a bitch, okay? <laughs> no, y'all are in the parking lot. <laughs> we have the best tailgating. Uh, First of all, experience. we don't have Bourbon Street right outside our stadium. Okay, like we gotta, we gotta get 
the juices flowing well, before we can go in there. All I know is, I, I'm as a Saints fan that we have a year, maybe two, left with Drew Brees. And as a Saints fan, I have I've heard plenty of people say it's time for him to go because he's old, new to arm. But like when you have a guy who has done what you he's done for the Saints, you don't realize what he's done until he's not there anymore. Right. And then you like, well, what do we do now? Like everybody wants to say Taysom Hill or well, James could take his place because he's still young. It's not Drew Brees. That's not what I'm saying. No, I know, but I'm saying as a fan, like I'm like right now, like this is still our time until he's not there anymore. Mm. And I think any player on the Saints fan, as soon as they knew Drew Brees was coming back, was felt the same way. Like, okay, like we still have a legit chance. You better hope Corona doesn't delay all the shit. Is that window? Oh no, if, if there's no season, Drew Brees may never play again. Like that's a legit. We get the tear coming. He's just got one tear. Suck it back in. Like, I mean, it's 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 it is what it is. We've had if it ends in 2020, then it's been a 14 year good run. That I don't care what anybody says, they were their team would take that 14 year run. Like so, that's what I'm saying. Like, and he ends up being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and he's your he's the face of your franchise forever. Yeah. So I mean, I, like I wouldn't trade it for whatever. It's been because you good got run. a Super Bowl out of it. It's easy yeah. to say that when you got a Super Bowl. Out of it. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't trade it because the dude, the dude came in when nobody else wanted to be in New Orleans. Like he came in right after Katrina and decided he wanted to be there. Did was you the want him in New Orleans? The money helped. Well, you remember he was supposed to go to Miami. He didn't yeah, yeah, want yeah. to come to New Orleans. Yeah, of course. And I'll be honest. Like the, the big question was when they signed him. Like, could he even throw? Because nobody had even seen him throw a football since he tore his arm up. So the big question was like, well, what if the dude gets out there and he can't throw football? So I mean, of course, everybody was like, you. I'm not gonna lie and say you weren't hesitant. Like I mean, it was you hoped the dude could throw football, but I don't know. I, I, I'm just I'm ready to see. I want Breeze to kick the shit out of Brady twice this year because I get sick of hearing like Brady's had an easy division his whole career, yeah, but and you, now he's got a legit. He might have the hardest division in football now. The after, argument is. He has better weapons now than he has. So had what if he goes? What? For the past what? Three, three okay, so here's my question: What if Brady, who has you just said has the best weapons, not ever, but in the past three to four years? Yes, all right. And in, in those three years, they won a Super Bowl, right? With with half the weapons. So because of the greatness, that's what I'm saying. So if he's great, so you give you they agree, should dominate this all division. those weapons. I'm just saying you, he should dominate our division then. No, what well, he has? You just more said he weapons. came from the weakest division. I know, but I'm saying he's coming in with all these the best weapons where he won a Super Bowl with less than. Yes, in a shit division, and he is a fantastic, amazing quarterback. He 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 is. He the he's will be the greatest quarterback ever. Like he'll go down as the greatest quarterback ever. But he is not he is not I don't think in the last fifteen years he's felt the pressure of having to win his division. Like, meaning legitly, whoever thought Miami the Jets or Buffalo were no, going to win that division. But that doesn't explain how. It's like Peyton Manning with the AFC South. He but, knew he was going to get a first round bye. Okay. Like most of the time. People are going to have to go beat him in New England. That's still, not going to happen in the NFC this year. <laughs> There's still like, this is where it falls short for me because, yeah, shit division, he's going to roll every year. No problem. It doesn't, like the playoff wins that he has are legit. Against yes, legit Cal- at Kansas. home. And again, at home, one win to get to the, pretty much to get to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, even at home, you're talking about like one of his greatest victories of all time is it was the, the, there's like three inches of snow on the ground. And Adam Vinatieri won that game <laughs> with two of the greatest kicks in football history. Who put him in position <laughs> to be able to make those? They kicks. scored 13 points in that game, and six of them came from the kicker. 
So, like, yes, dude, I mean, but it, it was a snow game. Like, nobody was moving the ball. I know. But, I'm just saying. The point is, um, I, I think – I don't think he feels pressure necessarily. I don't – no, I – see, and I don't think he feels it, but I think for the first time in his career, or at least the last 10 years of his career, he goes into the season – not being the favorite to win that division, like he, like no. there's a different mentality. Well, no, they, they are the favorite. No, they? Vegas has Vegas has the Saints as better odds to win the Super Bowl than they do. Like Saints are the third team. On, like them and the 49ers are tied for third for odds for the Super Bowl right now. Well, it kind of feels like you put some money on Tom Brady. <laughs> right? If you believe in, if you're if trying you to make think, money, okay. Here's my question: if you're trying to make At money. the end of the year, is Gronk still going to be on the field? Sixteen games in the playoffs, because I'm telling you right now. They're going to play a wild card game. If they get the playoffs, they're not getting a bye. They don't need him. Like they have OJ Howard and then why they sign if they don't need him? They can fucking put him <laughs> on a shelf until the playoffs. I, so they're just going to relax and the dude will just sit back and yeah, just like they did with Kawhi Leonard. Oh, and yeah. the, it's the same defense they had last year. Same offensive line. What they fixed with the offensive line that had pressure and Jameis Winston, who can actually move a little last year. But now you got old man Brady who can't move. He gets the ball out in three seconds. It doesn't matter. Here's the biggest difference between Tampa and the Saints. And it's not Drew Brees. It's the offensive line. The offensive line for the Saints is like people will put them in the top three easily. Tampa's is in the bottom three. Okay, but how many years – like there have been years in New England where the offensive line was not that good. But because he gets rid of the ball so quickly, it makes the line look better. And he's got a coach who games plan to do that. Bruce Bruce Aaron's – does not game plan the same way. If you watch when he was with the Cardinals, what their offense was. Yes. And it was what? A lot of zone with David Johnson. And not a lot of quick stuff out to the outside. <laughs> but you're not telling me that, that Tom Brady, right, the 16-year veteran, can't check at the line and make a quick read to his tight end? I can't. I, yes, but I don't think anybody – so so I like – I like – like So – so, O.J. Howard I, is the most talented dude on there. How many yards did he have last year? How many touchdowns did he have? I don't fucking know this shit. He had two touchdowns and under, like, 200 yards receiving. You know what? Because his quarterback is throwing interceptions. Well, what I'm saying is he's nobody's scared of him beating you one-on-one. Like, nobody is scared of O.J. Howard. If he did, if they were, why didn't he do it last year? Because Gronk's not quarterback couldn't see. He had to LASIK in the offseason. Gronk is not beating anybody. <laughs> Yeah, and now he's got LASIK, and he's our backup, ready to go in and throw 5,000 yards if he's got to. He ain't going to see the turn unless Noodle Arm gets hurt. What I'm trying to make is Tom Brady's going to make O.J. Howard look better than, than uh, Winston did. Look, this this is what I can't wait for this season. Just like Because one or two things is going to happen. Either Brady will prove everybody right or wrong that he he's the guy that has made the motor run, or he's going to come into Tampa – with all these weapons that everybody keeps talking about, he's got Collins and Edwins, and now he's got Gronk, he's got O.J. Howard, he's got a running game. And then he's going to go out and go 8-8, eight and eight, and people are going to go, what the hell happened? And they're going to point it at him and say, you were the guy that couldn't do it. And then, again, then it will be the – it will go back to – They'll never blame somebody. They will because they, they start turning turn on, on people. people. They start turning well, on the end of the week. I remember like, watching Peyton Manning, like whenever he would make mistakes, it was always someone else's fault. It seemed like that. I, my, they're like that on the Colts when he was with the Colts and we, they played the Texans, right? And we were doing something good, you know, and, it, and we could see that Peyton Manning was, you know, not maybe playing his best game. And it always, they always said, well, you know, this is going on. It's not him. So maybe. But then Peyton they do Manning, have their darlings, right? They, 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 they do. They suckle on the teeth. And Tom Brady has been one of them for a long time. 
But the same people who put him up on a pedestal will turn on him in a heartbeat and and be like, look, they'll 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 switch to the side of like it was more Belichick than it was Brady, like that it was Belichick. What did they both do turn. I, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't think Belichick. Uh, the Patriots might still win that division this because year of, because of the division. Division, like you got Buffalo who actually has come up. Like it's either going to be Buffalo or New England win that division. Are you going to put money on the Jets to win it? Never. You're going to put on Miami. Like Tua, you're going to trust Tua to go he's out not there. Even play. That's he's what I'm saying. Not. Even if he's out there, you trust that that dude's going to go out I mean, and Buffalo got better though, man. That's what I said. I said if, if you're putting money, it's either Buffalo or New New England. And I'm putting money on Buffalo right now. You don't Vegas even know who has Patriots. And then right. Buffalo at second. Like, and it's not that Buffalo good. has a defense. Those dudes, like, and if they're – If Josh Allen gets any better than – They had a Stephon Diggs. They got a receiver. Look, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more scared, honestly, of San Francisco. Because San Francisco, I think, got – like, didn't get worse. I don't think they got better. They lost Emmanuel Sanders to us, which I think hurts them a little bit. But, but – It's not like they were throwing the ball a whole bunch. No, and I mean their weakness is their quarterback. Like I mean their weakness in that offense is their quarter. Their court they won a Super Bowl. If their quarterback makes one throw in the Super Bowl, one open throw to a deep Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> so I mean, and I mean Aaron until Aaron Rodgers leaves, and you Green Bay is always going to be They're nobody not really. A no, but nobody wants to go to Green Bay and play. Like in the playoffs, it's not gonna be easy. Yeah, yeah like nobody wants to go in negative temperatures and play a playoff game. There. Look, if you're not scared of Deshaun Watson, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, that's where y'all's first game is Mahomes versus Watson. And look, <laughs> when we played KC in the regular season, it was a goddamn shootout. I guess so. Won. So we're one and one against the Chiefs with Mahomes. So right now, okay. So so here's my question for y'all: that you want to compare quarterbacks? Technically, we have, you, we have beaten the Chiefs for six fan, quarters. As a Texans fan, if if going into the first game, you could pick Watson or Mahomes to be your quarterback, which one Come you take? On. No, Mahomes. But I'm saying to put in That's your offense. No, no, but to put in your offense without Andy Reid. I wouldn't put anybody out. With because Bill here's, here's my thing. Here's my, yeah, like, I think if you switch Watson and Mahomes, Watson is just as good in Kansas City right now as Mahomes. Maybe not – so that's my – I think – Maybe not with all the bells and whistles of the the no-look passes, but he still would be super successful. Watson has some bad habits as a quarterback that I don't know if they're inherent in, in Deshaun or if it's something that has come it, from being with Bill O'Brien. It's something that comes from Bill O'Brien. He hasn't addressed those things. He doesn't know how to. So here, here's my thing. Like, we're not there, though. I can't tell you that for, for a fact. It's true, but – like, I'm not in the building to know that. Like, What if Bill O'Brien is in there every day like – Deshaun, we got to work on this. Deshaun, like you've got to be able to look down the field and stop staring down one receiver, right? And stop so patting your feet in the pocket and, and bailing early. Fucking duties. So is that reason the GM? What your owner almost came? What you're saying? Bill. Quit looking at one receiver. Is that part of the reason they got rid of the? It might be receiver because right? he looked at him all he's the time. Just stared down DeAndre like you, so, he's gone. Look at somebody else. Is that like look? You got to learn to read the, the read field. Him, yeah. Maybe, like maybe that part of the reason. Bill O'Brien's playing chess, and <laughs> we're all playing checkers. He's like, "Look, now you're gonna throw it too." <laughs> I like the way this is. I like this. Let's keep going on this. So, matchup wise, going into the first game, confident. You go two Arrowhead. They raise their banner opening night against Mahomes because yeah, that's they're gonna be hungover. It's fine. Like that's what. Like that's your chance to jump on them, right? And so, championship hangover. I, I mean, classic. So. What are your expectations for the Texans? Looking at their schedule. So. It's that Super Bowl, dude. 
They were favorites starting, right? And now because it says here on Vegas, right, the Texans have opened as favorites, right? But since they traded DeAndre Hopkins and then Colts signed Phillip Rivers, yeah, Indianapolis are now favorite. Look, you know, we're, we're Colts. Titans, what was it to us? The Texas, Texas Super Bowl's odds now didn't it drop to like forty to one or something? Well, the odds right now are it says here plus three hundred for the Super Bowl or for the division. Just division. I mean, Colts are plus one thirty five. Plus three hundred. I mean, Colts are plus one thirty five. Titans are plus one sixty five, and then we're at okay. The, so who? Hey, <laughs> Jaguars are at two thousand. So look, Jaguars are horrible, guys. But we we've fucking been, dropped. We've been watching. Yeah, you lost the trick. You lost a top three receiver in the NFL. I can I can defend that. No, oh, you you're, now, you're now turning into you can't defend Billard. that you gave away a you gave him away for a beat up running back. I can defend it. Like <laughs> on paper, it looks. <laughs> Go on. There are things about that trade that look bad on the surface, right? I think they overvalued David Johnson, right, Green. in that trade, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, uh-oh. Um, so I think there have been issues with Hopkins as far as he has never been a speedster. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's something that he would, never was, and it's only declining with age. Right now, they have access to stats that I don't look at on a regular basis. So what? Look hypothetically, what if to say the stats were showing that his separation, his get off, was declining every season? Then my argument would be the best receiver of all time was also one of the worst person at getting separation. Jerry Rice could not get separation, but he didn't drop a ball. DeAndre Hopkins didn't drop footballs. I get that. And he was healthy. But the point the is. The other dudes you got now are unhealthy. David Johnson, Will Fuller, Cobb are all known as injury-prone people. Just like Jim Brees when he died. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he just broke his shoulder. <laughs> so we have a shoulder. But he was also young then. David Johnson. He broke his old. fucking throwing shoulder. Yes. But that's fine. No big deal. So. But I told you I was hesitant. You're saying that you're, you're, you're fine with the move. I am, I'm, I'm defending <laughs> it up. A little bit, I, and I gave you right. You I think they you over, want to see both sides. I think they over. I'm trying to think logically about the decision. So what I'm thinking is, they saw a decline happening in DeAndre Hopkins. Now it may not Slight. be it may not be incremental, right? But it's a they're seeing the downside or the downslide of DeAndre. And what they don't want to do is pay a butt ton of money to somebody who's going the wrong way. Okay, but then my my other counter would be: is his downslide? Due to the fact that everybody can double team him because there's no other weapon. When when Fuller's not on the field, yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. So if you you can't you can't look at a receiver's number and say, well, your numbers went down. If you're if you're taking in the fact that Fuller was on the Fuller was on the field for how many games this year? I would say 70 percent of the games. Like so, I'm just saying if your numbers drop because every time that he's not on the field, you can double team your best receiver and pretty much take him out of the game. You know, like, well, your numbers dropped, of course, because you have no other weapons that scare us. Okay, but prior to Will Fuller arriving in Houston, DeAndre's numbers were insane. So what's the what's the argument there? He didn't have the the, the guy to take the top off the defense, and he was still getting double teamed, and he still put up numbers. But didn't at the beginning y'all actually have a legit running game? Some we point? Andre no, because Arian was gone. Andre so we went there. through we went through a combination of Lamar Miller, Alfred Blue, fucking um, name insert running back. Like we we've cycled through. Like our running game has been average at best. 
But that's just it. And when that happened, DeAndre was at the peak of his power, right? He was young. He had the explosiveness. He had the catch radius. All that stuff. The catch radius is still there. so let me ask you this then. Just not – do you think he's declined? Watching the Texans, because you're a Texas fan, so you watch most of all their games. Did he decline? Was he less of a receiver this year than he was any other year? No. And that's from the naked eye, right? Yeah, and I get they have – a lot of stats that we are not privy to. I can't sit here and tell you that his 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 get off, like his his ability to get off of a jam or whatever in, at the line of scrimmage, has gotten worse, or his ability to separate has gotten worse. I don't watch that shit. Could could some of his lack of whatever be due to the fact that he didn't like I was coached? So therefore, he didn't like. Obviously, he's a competitor, and he's not going to go out there and tank. Like at no point do I ever think DeAndre Hopkins was out there not to win. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but if you know, if your boss doesn't appreciate you, obviously it's got to trickle into your performance somewhat. Like, you you know you're underappreciated, right? And obviously he thinks he was because from what he said. But see, so here's where I don't understand because I think it was two years ago, right, we came in, sat down at the table, and gave DeAndre Hopkins a new contract. And it put him as the highest paid receiver in football at that time. Where's the disrespect? No, I don't. I don't mean money wise. No, no, I'm not talking about money wise. I'm talking about person to person. Because when he left and he's dogging out the way the way that O'Brien talks to him and treated him and things he said. Did he actually say that? Or that was uh, no, that was what that was on his interview, like in the Sports Illustrated, like where he called out O'Brien for just the way he talked to him at practice, like basically saying he was he didn't try hard at practice, like he didn't appreciate that he wasn't a practice guy. You know, like that because he didn't go 110 percent at practice, he wasn't he wasn't one of them. And so I'm saying, I'm not saying money wise. I get y'all paid him, and and then he wants to come back and get more. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, but so that's, that's where that's the mentality of and every I, and NFL I see it, player and I get now. It. If you got go get your money, I'm all for it. Go yeah. get your money, but like don't claim disrespect when we just we two years ago we gave you a contract, and made you a top receiver. Now, if you want more, that's fine. Go get more, but. Now, I don't want my franchise giving it to you. As a as a guy who lives in Houston who's not obviously as big of a Texas fan as y'all, I took it as more if he was disrespected, not for pay, but like he felt personally disrespected. Which is possible. I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. But so if he if he felt that way, would that trickle, do you think that could trickle into his from what I've seen, I don't think I don't think it would affect his play. Because I've watched yeah. him play through injury. Like I've watched him He's play, a competitor. I, like I think he's somebody who shows up on Sundays and does what he's supposed to do. And I think that's what pisses people off so much the way this went down, right? Because he was a guy that showed up for you. No matter what else yeah. happened with the franchise, you can count on, on Hopkins going out there and busting his ass every single Sunday. And that's why it hurts. So does it trickle into the Deshaun Watson trickle-down effect of, boy, like we've talked about this before, where they're boys and... There's and no now, way. There's no way that this trade went down and, De- and Watson didn't know. But Watson we tweeted so. that he was surprised so. about it. <laughs> like... But that, like, that, just tweeted, means, like, that just means they talked about it, but they never made it like they never made it sound like it was a real deal. They said, "Look, we're we're exploring options to get rid of Hopkins." Okay, and there's there, Watson was probably like, so "Yeah, you don't yeah, think okay. Bill O'Brien would pull something without going to?" I think he's capable. Like, the, like he's like, like now what? What I think shocked him might have been the package they got for DeAndre. Yeah. Like you're talking about Watson, like yeah, like yeah. What, when I surprised Watson is like, oh yeah, shit, we didn't even get a, we didn't even get a first for him. Yeah. So I think the big mistake is overvaluing David Johnson. Like they've been in love with David Johnson for like the past four years. Okay, so long story short, positive, negative for the 
Texans trading them away. Because you end up, basically you traded, because when push comes to shove and you everything was finished, you basically traded Hopkins to get Cobb, Johnson. I don't think the offense is going to fall off that much. If everybody stays healthy. If health, health holds out. <laughs> I think I the know. offense will be able to perform at the same level, if not better. But it's a big if. Yeah. I mean, on paper, you look fat. Like, oh, and, and Brandon Cooks. Like, you get Brandon Cooks, who, again, is all for concussions. <laughs> like, I mean, you have three starting receivers who – No, Stills is solid. Stills no, no, I'm at, I'm at Fuller, Cobb, and and Cooks, like, or who are all known to not make it through seasons. This is it. People are calling for us to trade Stills. And I'm like, this is the one fucking healthy receiver Stills was the best move y'all made. Like, a lot of people question that. False. Getting him from False. Laramie Tunsil was the no. best move we made. But again. Stills is a byproduct of that awesome move. But I, I'm saying, I mean, Tunsil, obviously, but Tunsil, you knew what you were getting with him. He, he, was, he was a guy who was going to go in the top ten of the draft until he got caught with his weed mask on or whatever it was. Like, he was a top ten talent. Like, you knew what you were getting. Like, Stills, y'all were just like, we'll take that dude. Like, and then he ended up being – Honestly, besides Hopkins, maybe y'all's best receiver. Like, yeah. consistent. He was consistent. He was consistent. He was more consistent than Fuller. Fuller would have three touchdowns and then go two games without catching a ball. It's not the numbers he puts up. It's the, <laughs> it's the, the pressure he puts on the defense, man. I get that, but Steels does, did all the dirty work for y'all. Steels was a guy that, like, when I watched the Texas game, he was a guy catching the ball in the middle of the field on a seven-yard dig route. I'm not like, disrespecting Steels. I, I, he's a – I love him. I love everything he brought to the team. Like, I liked it. Like, I mean, I knew him from when he played for the Saints, but I thought he was washed up when y'all got him. I was like, man, that's, that yeah, dude's a waste. If Breeze can't use him. No, I'm can. just saying, I thought he was, like, watching him in Miami, he was looked like he was done. And then I'll, I'll give all the world the credit. Like, the dude came to y'all and looked like a football player again. All right. I want to pivot now. <laughs> this is a question that I was I heard this afternoon. Uh, and I, I want to give the proper credit, but I can't give the proper credit. I don't remember where it came from. Okay. So the question I have is, do you think that you hitting, like like as a baseball player, right? So you hitting right-handed. You're a right-hander, correct? Mm-hmm. Right? You hitting right-handed at, to your strength, right? Do you think you hitting right-handed would be better than the absolute worst player in Major League Baseball Hitting left-handed. No, because like, would like I'm be sorry, better? not, not say like hitting with their weak hand. No, because saying. like meaning just like, I mean, obviously there would be because I would be better than somebody. No, no, no. That's what that's the question. Like you're saying the you bet, worst player in Major League Baseball hitting with their weak hand. Pitchers, the worst pitcher, okay. like because, the worst <laughs> hitter, right? Like the actual position players, right? The worst player in Major League Baseball hitting with their weak hand versus you hitting with your strength. I don't know. It'd be tough because I know how quickly I picked up hitting left-handed in a summer. Like it's not that hard. Like right fucking now. I know, but I'm saying like I. So these guys have been playing their whole life. I'm sure they've tried to hit opposite-handed before because I literally learned. Like I was right-hander and I learned to bat left-handed because my friend's yard. If you batted right-handed, you hit into the neighbor's fence. But his if you hit left-handed, you had this long way you could hit it, right? So we all had to bat left-handed, and okay. it took... Slap hitter. No, but you, you I, have to go left-handed, because then you go right, and it hits the alligator, alligator green. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but I remember I had no idea how to bat left-handed, and within a, no 
shit, like a couple of weeks, I could hit a ball left-handed, and then it got good enough to where I could do it in a game. All right, so maybe I'm asking the wrong person because so, you're like a former college baseball player. But I'm saying, but I'm saying these guys are. If you're saying major league baseball players are doing like at some point in their life they've hit opposite hand. So and, the and they're worst, also, the worst player in major league baseball. Like think about some of these fucking like shitty ass catchers. Okay, let me put. What I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'd be better. But okay, but you, are you saying you're hitting major league pitching too? Yeah. Like I'm yeah. like like you're going against major league pitching. They're hitting left-handed weekly. I think we both suck. <laughs> but do you think you'd be better than the worst major league bet? I think we'd be the same. Because I, if you take the worst hitter in major league baseball and he's facing major league pitching bat and opposite hand, he's probably not going to hit the ball. If you put me against a major league pitcher right now, I'm probably not hit the ball either. <laughs> Look, I'm getting a solid foul tip, all right? Well, that's what I'm hoping <laughs> to, like, make contact. Like, right? Watch this going into the dugout. Like, but when I'm, I'm you're saying walking out this door right now and hit, trying to hit off a major league pitcher. Yep. I'm not touching a ball. <laughs> no. But I think I could, I think I could foul one off. That, that's exactly why they had Jack versus do, pros. I could do like a real defensive swing, right? And just foul one off. No, like, no. None of us at this table are walking out this door and hitting a 100 mile power foul. Well, I've seen the yeah, shit. No, like, none Damn of it. us. I've seen a little no, tigre. You've said that several times. Like, Damn. Like, we're going <laughs> to. Now, now, we're gonna now, now I'm saying you give us a week to like see some pitching, and that changes the thing. But I'm saying you walk out this door and there's a pitcher standing out there throwing 100 miles. We're not hitting the ball. None of us. Because we we haven't hit a baseball in like a real baseball. Like we're striking out. <laughs> like, like, and so you put a you put the worst major league batter hitting opposite, he's not touching it either. He might have a that, better chance because they're, because he's used to it. Yeah, he's used to the that speed of yeah. What if I just gave you like one batting session where you didn't swing at it, but you just got to okay, see? Okay, let me ask you this: Do I know what's coming, or is it fastballs on? There's a trash can banging in the dugout. No, no, no. I'm serious because it's a big difference. If you're trying to make this national thing. No, I'm saying just fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm saying if you're telling me that you're going to feed me fastballs over and over. Then yes, you give me a day, I'll hit a fastball. Now, if you're going to throw a fastball and then come back with a 72 mile power curveball, or and then an 80 something mile power slider, that's different. All right. So what if what if it's walk outside, like walk out this door right now? You're gonna it's gonna be a fastball. You're swinging right handed, strength. Like I mean, one pitch. I mean, you get a, the full at bat. I mean, right but now, it's all no, fastballs. I, it would take. I think it would take some adjusting before I would hit it. Like it would take. Nobody can hit. It. I don't know what's here. I know but, definitely I can't. Maybe I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying I'm saying you give some time. Like you give me you put me in a back cage where I, I'm back to like, okay, that's what a that's the speed I need to hit that, then that's different. But right now I've not seen I haven't, not even, I haven't not seen somebody throw a seventy mile power pitch. <laughs> much less a hundred. Not uh, even if you got like a full warm up like they do the batting practice, the whole nine. Again, you didn't you said I walk out the door and have to well, I'm, I'm, I'm adding to it. If somebody's right? throwing me the same Style pitches that I'm going to hit. Then yes. So, like, let's say you're 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 going to have to fill in, right? You're going to have to bat nine hole, right? For the Astros, right? Batting right-handed, and all right? I get is fastball. We're going to compare it and to somebody batting nine hole off of off of. So you get the same prep, the same warm-up that every everybody gets before game. If, if you're if you're telling me that, and look, I can take my warm-ups knowing that hey, throw me fastball, I can almost see when I get to the place fastballs. Yes, I think I can touch the ball. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm in there. What am I supposed to say? I'm going to crush that bitch 450 feet. If that's the 
case, I wouldn't be sitting here with you. Okay, according to everybody, <laughs> according to everybody that was talking about the fucking Astros trash banging, right? Knowing the pitch is all that matters, and they're the best of the best in the world. I thought you were pretty fucking good. Like, no, <laughs> that's <laughs> why I'm sitting here. Right here. <laughs> like these are the, those are the best of the best in the world. When you know it's coming and you do it every day, that's completely different. All right, so tell me this thing. All right, let, let's let's pivot to. Arena here. Okay, let's pivot. Let's pivot to uh, El Tigre Arena. Okay, let's. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you on the penalty line. Okay. Okay. Name the. I'm, best. I'm already shitting bricks. Okay. <laughs> Do you think you kicking with your right foot mm -hmm. versus the worst player? Oh. In the, no. all of major <laughs> no, professional because football. it's the exact same way. Those motherfuckers are practicing right and left, dude. No. With the worst fucking player. No, no dude. Because no, like the worst player is like a no. sixteen-year-old in the no. third okay. division okay. No. in like Sweden somewhere. Are no, you talking about third division though? It's still professional soccer. No, we're talking about first division. You're telling me that you could play third division soccer in Sweden? Ooh, Not right now. If you give me the pause, you give me a couple years. I mean, like you know. Take it back when I was eighteen and give me a couple of years, and it's possible, yes. So, so if I put I'm not going to move like, up to Division that's Two, like saying, hey, <laughs> you know, but I'll play a couple of years, broke, get broke, and I'm then just have to go back to the United if States. If you think you could score with your right foot and a penalty kick on a professional no, goal, nah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not good at soccer, but I played some of these college kids that play soccer here, and they're just they just fucking dumb. So there's no fucking way you're asking the wrong person, by the way. What? Uh, I'm okay, so relatable. But no, I'm but see, I'm trying to think because you play volleyball a lot, so I'm trying to think of the equivalent. Because I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I've never, I don't know the, I haven't watched enough pro pro volleyball. I know those guys are obviously better than the average guy, but I don't know what separates them. Like, is it the speed? Is it the, the accuracy? Yeah, like what separates the pros from the guys you play? Like, what is the big gap? Like, it's got to be something, or else everybody'd be pro. No, it's a lot of it is. Hand-eye coordination is is at another level, but that's that's most professional athletes. Yeah, of level. course, and then the athleticism is obvious. So if you're saying just touch the ball against a major league pitcher, that be would that be the equivalent of saying what do you, what do you play to in, in volleyball? 15, 21? Twenty one. So if you're playing, if you and your buddy or whoever you normally play with play two the number one ranked volleyball players in the world, could you score five points on? Them? It's hard because there's not there's not like a one on one scenario. As frequently in volleyball as there is. No, but I'm just Like saying, in soccer, I can point to the penalty kick, right? Because that's a one-on-one -on -one scenario. In yeah. baseball, is all, pretty much all one-on-one, -on -one, right? But the skill but the skill level is what is what separates. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Could you and your the guy that you play average like, let's, like, let's say this, volleyball right? win? So, you know you know Phil Dollhouse, right? right? Yes. Okay, yeah, big yeah. six-foot-nine, six-nine monster yeah. blocker, right? One of the best blockers in the world. So, you're, what, like, let's say if you gave me one swing with my right hand against the best blocker in the world, could I put a ball down, right? Versus the worst player on the AVP tour swinging with their offhand against the best blocker, could they put a ball down? It's still going to be them. Because they can hit with both hands. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they, they I have can to. Hit, I can hit with both hands. Which is right. I can hit this yeah. one a lot. But better. those guys, like you were saying, they practice with both feet. Mm -hmm. And, again, I, I think I think in baseball, the b biggest difference would be what he was kind of saying. Like, a guy who walks out there, even if he's – not naturally left-handed or whatever, he's still used to seeing that speed, like consistently. Like he, like like that is something that that's just ingrained in them. Like we have not seen it. Like if, if we walked out there and Ronaldo was kicking a soccer ball, it'd be something we'd never seen okay, before. But, 
So, like, but, see, but that's like you're you're taking into account the the awe factor, right? Of like, oh shit, that's that's but messy. it is an awe oh, factor. Shit, that's fucking Randy it is, Johnson. It is an awe factor to be in a professional. But if you're it, again, if you're M, if you're signed by any major league, you're the you may be the worst of the best, but you're, but you're still the top two percent of the in the world. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, so th- there's something to be said because, all right, so this is this is probably the fucking worst example I put out there. You're just fucking gonna bust my balls on it. But when I first, like, so let's say I've been playing volleyball for like this is back when I I had been playing for like a year, right? I go out to Third Coast and like you know I I was the I was the guy that would go. And I watch, right? And I get to play a little bit, right? But I was always watching. I was watching, watching. And I'm like, oh, that guy's good. Oh, that guy's good. And you start to learn, like, oh, oh, that's that's Alex so and so, and he's fucking badass. And oh, that's who, like you start to learn the names. Like, there's a whole culture to it, right? So there's this one guy who was about six six, right? And he was from Germany. And this dude played professional indoor, right? Like, so he could fucking bounce ball, right? Like he was in sand. He was easily clearing the net and just crushing shit, right? Like you would, I would, like I would go play my little, you know, intermediate fours game, right? And then I'd go grab a beer and I'd go watch him play on the on the center court, right? And it was always doubles or threes or whatever. And like he just watched and just like in awe, right? Because he was awesome. And then, you know, that was you know my first year, year and a half. And then as I played more, right, by the time I got to year three, all of a sudden, right, like I was starting to get better, I was starting to get noticed, I was starting to get picked up, and I got, I actually got put on center court, playing a threes, three versus three. And guess who's on the other side of the court, right? Fucking Alex, right? And I'm in awe, right? Because I've been watching this dude for years, and he's fucking huge. Played indoors overseas, and there's the awe factor, right? Of like, oh shit, right? But if you can overcome that, like, there's nothing different between you and that other person. Like, I actually fucking got up there and was able to block him once, once, yes, <laughs> in a game of twenty-one. Okay, yes, but, but that, like, doing it once is. But there is something that's that all I'm saying. Them. That's all I'm saying. All you need is one hit. But okay, but when you it's say hit, be a home you made a base hit, just touch the ball. Yes. Between if your you're saying hand, touch the ball, yes, do I think I can touch the ball? I'm saying yes. put it in play. Put it in play. Yes. Like I mean, would I get out? If I hit it to the shortstop, you're saying like eventually yes, that's I, a would, fucking I would put the ball in play somewhere. Like if you gave me enough, like if you walk out there, like are you telling me if I get three pitches? One of the three is going to go in. I'm giving you a five back. If you give me, if you give me time to walk out there and get back a swing and everything, then yes, I'm putting. Actually, the let's let's say let's say like not you're not hopping off the couch, right? Let's say that you've been playing, right? So let's put like one in play, coming straight out of college because because there's nobody. Yes, okay. So I'm saying there's guys in college who throw just as hard as guys in the majors. So that if you're telling me that I can go back to that point in my life, I, I will put one in play, like. Am I going to hit it over the fence? Am I going to hit it like no? I, but if you're saying I can hit it anywhere on the field, one will go and play eventually. Yes, like there's no doubt. It's in my the mind. it's the you're saying right now though. I'm 41. Ooh, I'm not walking ooh. out there and hitting putting the age on the pot. All right, <laughs> I'm just saying my my 41 year old ass ain't walking out there and catching up with 100 mile per hour fastball without tearing something in my back right now. <laughs> Like I'm gonna fall down crying. It's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the blind squirrel all can find a nut theory though. Like you're not telling me that like you batting to your strength is not better than somebody who's batting with their weak hand. I've seen like those. Yeah, I mean they're the best athletes at what they do in the world. Those guys are. But this is the worst of the best athletes. He's still <laughs> he is still the top two percent of all baseball players in the world, which means he is really fucking good. <laughs> like, 
I, I mean, like, I saw Hunter Pence play in college, and Hunter Pence was an average. Would you agree? Fuck you. I love Hunter Pence. I, I liked. I love Hunter Pence, but was he was he any more than a maybe a slight above average major league player? Man, is it? I'm asking you. World Series champion. Yes. Oh, there you go with that all factor. Look, but I'm saying career stats, all of thing combined. Was he any more than an average Major League Baseball player? Look, I think he's a little bit above he, average. Can we give him that? And yet, he was the greatest player I've ever seen play in person. The problem is he's goofy looking when he plays. He's goofy. I'm just saying, when I saw him play in college, he was better than anybody I'd ever seen in my life play baseball. What the, what, and he I went to the majors, and he was completely average. Bullshit. He no. was like the three-hole hitter for the Astros he for was. two years. He had power, but I'm saying, okay, well, Hunter Pence being a Hall of Famer, will he be? No. Exactly. He was an average. He, he had a good career. He had He's a good run. average. He had a good run in the major leagues. Like, but he was nothing special in the major leagues. You don't get to be the three-hole hitter for a major league <laughs> team for multiple seasons if you're not good. The team wasn't that great when he was. Fuck like, you. <laughs> like, I love Hunter Pence. Like, I, I'm a Hunter Pence guy. Like, but I'm just saying, he was – Head and shoulders above anybody I had ever seen play in person. Like, and I was like, this moment. And then I watched as he goes to the majors, and I'm like, he's just a dude in the majors. He's not just a dude. He's not Mike Trout. He, so what I'm saying is, no, I'm, I'm not That's, saying that. But I'm saying. You can't compare him to the best player in baseball. I'm not saying that. But imagine what Mike Trout looked like when he's playing with average dudes, too. Then, like, because he, he's the best Maybe ever. And that's why this scenario is not putting you against Mike Trout or even but, Hunter Pence. But I'm saying they play against the average dudes you're talking about every day. And those average dudes get them sometimes, like most of the time. I'm not even saying the average. I'm saying the worst. The worst the, player. The, okay, who's the worst player on the Astros? Who's the worst player on the, the Astros right changes so much. No, no. Right so now, much. who's the worst player on the Astros team? I mean, look, are we, are we factoring in trash can banging okay. or no? Right? <laughs> look, the, worst, say. the worst player on the Astros still comes off the bench and his fucking home runs. <laughs> like, like whoever it is, they bring his ass off the bench and every so often he hits one out. I'm out. pretty sure our backup catcher is not known for his strength. Okay, okay, okay but if, he, if he's not known for hitting. Pull the rust, pull the rust. Come on, young Jamie. Okay, if you have a backup catcher not known for hitting, then, hey, he's got a gun. He's there for a reason. We ain't trying to steal on his ass. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying – so, my point is that I thought she was inside. I <laughs> How'd you get there? I'm just saying the worst dude on any team in the major leagues is really fucking good. And I and it's no different than that Scalabrini dude offering a dude offering people a million dollars to beat them. Hold on, we we're, we're gonna go through. Okay, so wait, Scalabrini, right? The guy from the 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 Celtics. I feel like he thinks that the worst player in any sport. It's just an average joke. Okay, first of all, we can't use the Astros because they're too goddamn good. Every <laughs> no, player on the no, roster. You said the worst player in Major League Baseball. Okay, let's let's. But let's the bottom on. of every roster is full of dudes who was the best player on their college team. I mean, <laughs> the worst player on our roster is going to be an All Star on somebody else's team because we're stacked, bro. All I'm saying is the worst dude on those teams has been the best player on their teams their whole life. These are pitches. What? This is bullshit. I'm just I just Google. All right, so you Googled the ten worst major league baseball players in, in two thousand nineteen. Right. <laughs> I just put major it comes league up with baseball. Marvin Gonzalez, Jerkson Profar, <laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr. Like if that's the worst, those are not the worst. <laughs> Come on. Look, okay, true or false. Again, what I just said. The worst player on any major league team was A, the best player in his high school, B the best player in probably in his college, 
and then C obviously was one of the best players on every minor league team he was on because he made it to the majors and the other ones didn't. That that last part is debatable. They <laughs> they, they they promote players based off of needs sometimes. Uh, you never know. But okay, but he was the best at every level. Until a certain point, sure. Until he got to the best of the best. Yeah, and then he's still there. <laughs> no, sometimes this is a cup of coffee. This is what me and him was talking about. I would I would go, you could set my ass on the bench to play for the dynamo. And I'd be perfectly happy being the dude who never came in because I would get that life yes. of like traveling. I'm and, with that. Yeah, that's with what I'm that. saying. Like those dudes are they? They they we look at them as bums, and they're still the top two percent of whatever they do in the world. Like maybe one percent. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying I don't think I don't think we appreciate how athletic they all are. <laughs> athletic. I've seen Come Tyler on, White. Your, no, 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 no. You're saying they're just. I've seen no, 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 you, no, can't, no. you can't compare no, pictures. Don't say no, 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 don't bring no, no, up CC no, 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 Matthew. No, 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 no. Look, y'all, I don't know. You, you probably know. Tyler White tried yeah. to play first base yeah. for the Astros. Can we really call that dude athletic? Okay, but my defense is you can you there's very uh, I won't say there there's might very be few. some people out there who my, didn't work as hard as them that should probably be up there in that level. Babe Ruth, not an athlete. Again, this this is you're too, you want to go to back to 1920 to make your point. <laughs> he didn't play against blacks. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's overrated. I think it's overrated. Like I, I'm just I'm just what saying. What are we talking about right now? I'm just saying. I, I agree with I agree with. We're talking about athletes now. We've changed the subject. I agree with that. I don't think you give the full benefit to the worst of the best. Or maybe I value myself. Too much. <laughs> so, so could you could you pick the worst corner in the NFL and go? You pick your quarterback, any quarterback in the NFL, and you run a route and catch a ball on him. What kind of route am I running? <laughs> you're, you you're pick a tight end. Over here, so, hey, I'm I'm saying, out route. Jump I'm ball, saying, <laughs> jump ball. I'm saying you pick your corner and and your quarterback, and you can go catch a ball. Hey, there's some there's some jump like ball, I guess the there's some five seven five nine corners, and they also run a there four three. Just thought it bitch up. <laughs> Don't have this up. Well, they're they're, they're used to game. guarding Julio Jones and whoever. Julio else. Jones is like six two, bro. I'm, I'm a <laughs> solid vertical. Six, I'm gonna guess that Julio Jones' vertical is a little four, bit. Right? I'm a solid six four. Like you ain't pushing me around. There's a lot of fat in here. Hey, hey, Patrick, just throw it up, baby. Throw it up high. Like, Catch it on the down. There's, there's no way I'm getting open against an NFL. Yeah, corner. but you're like five ten. I'm just saying, none of us are getting open against an NFL corner unless he trips and falls. But you're telling me I get to pick. I'm going to pick the shortest motherfucker and say, throw that ball up. And I still think the shortest dude in the NFL probably has a vertical equal to yours. <laughs> yeah. Because he's super athletic. Because he's been practicing, he's been practicing vertical. <laughs> the last time you jumped. He's, he's, hey, man, I was running yesterday, fucker. He's 5'10 with a 52-inch vertical. <laughs> the math works out to where we're about even, I think. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and he has ball skills. <laughs> hey, man, you yeah. never saw me in intramural yeah. flag football, bro. I've got ball <laughs> skills. As you would say in the Jordan argument, you're not playing the same level of competition then. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting theory, but I think it's one that – that's Come on. exact, you're your, telling me Your question is exactly why Joe's versus Pro's was made as a TV yeah, show. I, I want to go on that show so bad. Because every one of us thinks real because those Joe and those pros are, are past their prime. That's and what I'm saying. Some of them are still, yeah, and they're still. But th- that show was possible because people sit here and have this conversation saying, "I think I could do that," <laughs> and when in reality, most can't. 
Like, <laughs> uh, you're telling me if, if if I gave you money, right, or to bet, you're betting odds, five nine NFL corner versus six four me. You gonna put money on me? No, no. You fucking Fuck dick. No, no, because he's an if he's five nine playing corner in the NFL. He's got other attributes. <laughs> like, there's no way they stick him out there knowing that, like, hey, you might have to guard Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas. You, we got to make sure you can jump with these dudes. I'm pretty sure they can all jump. <laughs> but, like, but think about it. Like, the odds would be in my favor to make a lot of money. So if I just happened to come down with that ball. That's like me saying, well, my odds would be betting on fucking the Jets to win the Super Bowl this year. It's not going to happen. But my, if I won, I'd win a lot more money. <laughs> Feels very disrespectful right now. No, it's it's called we're sitting at a table drinking beer on a Thursday night while those dudes are at home training right now for their yeah, possible season, exactly. and we're not them. <laughs> Look, I want. I well, that's that's the argument I've always had. Kind of like going back to what you're saying, like when you're at a bar drinking, and I always say people are saying, "Man, if I was playing there, I would have oh. done this." I was like, "Shut the!" Fuck. I'm not saying I was playing, no. but I'm, I'm just saying. saying like people do say that. Yeah. Well, I was like, "If I would have huh, stuck out." No, so that's why you're sitting here you're right next to me. You. You're telling me there's no way I'm the guy. Like those motherfuckers work for what they got. I'm the I'm the guy with the money, and I say, hey, here's a million dollars. Either the pitcher gets it or you get it. Three pitches. You're winning the million dollars without like you walk out this door. You're gonna hit one of those three pitches and win the million dollars. Well, look, if you put a million dollars, <laughs> I get a little more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> the stakes go up. It's no more fun and games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. The, I'm pretty sure. A major league pitcher would smoke us. And, I agree. I agree. And make us look bad. But that's not the, the hypothetical I threw out to you. I'm saying you versus somebody, the worst at their job. And I'm saying they're used to seeing batting in the weekend. And again, I learned how to bat opposite handed in a couple of weeks. A major, you cannot tell me, you cannot convince me that every major league hitter has not tried to bat opposite handed because. They're more valuable if they're what? Switch. Yes. So every one of them at some point has tried to learn to hit the other way. So to say that they can't hit the ball would be ridiculous. Now, are they good enough to do it in the majors consistently? No. But could they get up there and say, I can hit a fastball in my other hand? Like, yes. Like, I'm guessing they could. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I was going to have a point here. We, we tend to forget, though, that that's their fucking job. To play baseball or to play basketball, to play football, to play soccer. All right. That is their job. Let me put it in an arena that you can relate to. All <laughs> yes, right. Sir. So you me, right, presenting a 45-minute lesson, right, on the the, <laughs> the American Revolution versus, versus Joe Blow <laughs> on the fucking street coming in, has to do a 45-minute lesson on the American Revolution, but you have to do it uh with no technology. I could, yes, I'm gonna win. You know that because I'm a goddamn pro. Okay, so, so if it could, you take the worst, the lowest ranked professional boxer in the world, whoever it is, and get in the ring and survive a round. Die. I think I could, like, not running, not going. Oh shit! No, you didn't say that. No, I'm saying boxing for a round with the worst professional boxer in the world. Like, if there's, so you're ranked, saying we can all be No, you can't run from it. You gotta, you gotta try to box. You gotta try to box. Do you survive a ring? I'm fucking done. And he's the worst boxer in the professional boxing. I'm the worst boxer in regular people history. (laughs) I'm saying, like, he's the worst of the best boxers, and he would beat. He could probably beat all three of us at the same time. That's not fair. I'm the worst of the regular people. (laughs) But at this point, we would all be that bad going out there trying to hit a baseball. 
I'm not the worst of the regular people in baseball, though. No, no, but right now, if you're telling us... Why are you looking at me? <laughs> like, I'm yeah, sure there's do the I, worst people do than I me. Think, do, you, do I think you can pick it up faster than other history teachers in our department? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the exact same reason that we've been talking about. It's because you've, you've practiced baseball more than I have. Right? But I'm... Sh- I'm not saying I wouldn't beat you, but I'm sure if I if I practice and I have the time and the hours, I'll I'll improve. Yes. Will I ever be? And everybody will. Will I ever be as good as you and you? Right. No, because you obviously have had more years to it. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, we would all get better. It's like you playing golf. You got better yeah, the more you played. But to to say that could you outdrive, let's say the the worst golfer if he had to turn around and drive a ball left handed, could you outdrive him right handed? I really, I, mean, I really hope our our daytime <laughs> friend is really improving his game. Yeah, he plays a lot. That motherfucker plays every day. Oh, oh. So speaking of uh, sports, I was gonna. Th- I want to bring this up. Did y'all see the Earl Thomas? I heard thing? that. I don't know. Oh, some background. See? Some background. No, so apparently, he he got caught him and his brother in an orgy. Cheat like so he's married. Yes, and it was Earl Thomas and his brother having a threesome or a foursome with two other girls or another girl, and his then Earl Thomas's wife walked in and held them all at gunpoint. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah. A foursome? It was and, him and his brother with your brother. Yes, it was him and his brother and at least one girl. They said possibly two, and then but Earl Thomas's wife walked in and caught him and held them all at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> like crazy, him and his brother. And orgy together. That's like some straight out of like Pornhub stuff. Like, but it's usually the sisters and stuff. And nobody don't do like the, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like it was crazy. Like, so they were like touching tips or? They they didn't get that. He came out last <laughs> night on his, he came out on London Instagram. Bridges? Tag so. team hit. <laughs> tip to tip. tip. <laughs> Are we going middle out? <laughs> like apparently he came out on Instagram and was like, hey, I'm just getting out here in front of this story y'all about to hear. And then it came out today that his wife held him at gunpoint, like because she caught him cheating, and it was with the brother. They had they had, like, the they, they had a picture. They had a picture. That of, bad. They had a picture of him and his brother like getting off of the boat, and they were like, uh, "You got to go online and just read some of the comments." They were like, "He's got to go to Philadelphia because that's a city of brotherly love." <laughs> I was like, "That is some crazy stuff." Like, there's no way I'm getting into a threesome if I had a brother. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got a brother. You, you, you don't have a real brother, right? No, so, no, I have a so no, no possibility that you and your brother gaming the same chain. No. Hey, but, but the question is, <laughs> this is some really inside baseball shit. So were they, were they gangbanging the same girl? Or was it like, look, we both have girls. Well, that's where the story What if we have sex parallel yeah, yeah. to each other? <laughs> and then switch, <laughs> and then maybe just switch. That, that's where the story differs. That's where the story differs because, according to one thing I read, it was one girl, which means they were just taking turns. The other that's story not said four. That's three. I know, but then the other story said there was which four. The girl was videoing. The fourth one was video. No, no, there's no video. It was just uh, the the wife walked in and caught him, and then the wife got arrested. So she, she was part of the force. No, she had the gun. Where's the four come from? I don't get it. Because no, you know, his two brother, stories. there's said two there's... stories. One was his, him and his brother. The for sure thing was him and his brother. One story. <laughs> it might have just been that two. Just, just going skiing. One, one, one story was him and his brother and one girl. The other story was him and his brother and two girls where they each had a girl, but they were together and the wife walked in and called them all. The second story sounds like the two of them were like, look, let's say it was two girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars here. <laughs> 
But how would you like to be there butt naked with your wife holding you at gunpoint with you and your brother? <laughs> like, He's got a pillow over his junk, so. gun to his head. No, I've been in that scenario. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a brother, but, you know, me and my stepbrother were known to rag tags. <laughs> Look, it's not the craziest thing that's ever happened. It's the craziest thing that's ever happened to a celebrity. All right. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I hope this gives you an idea of what this podcast is about. You might tune in for one episode, and it's uh, El Tigre talking about music, El Jefe talking about sports. It might be El Gigante talking about whatever the fuck is on his mind at that particular moment, right? We're all over the place, and every now and then, you might tune in to find a subject you like, all right? Next week, we're going to try to talk about sports movie villains, right? We're going to find the one that we appreciate the most, the one that we appreciate the least. All right, we're going to bring in a special guest. We call him the cake eater, a.k.a. Turd Ferguson. He's going to bring in a perspective that uh, most people have not seen before. But tune in. You're going to love it. And I can't wait to see you all next week. Peace out.